Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm excited to announce my guest, Kelly Lowerman. She's the owner of Anchor Design Company. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited we were able to connect and um, just I'm looking forward to our conversation today. And it's Kelly's uh, first wedding anniversary. So that's super exciting. Yeah, we're really excited. We're like in the midst of driving. We stopped at our in-laws house on the way up to our where we're going for our wedding anniversary for the podcast. So I'm oh. like, this is like the best way to kick it off. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> I've never been to Maine. Like I've never been on the East Coast, but I hear it's just amazing. We love it. My husband and I were joking the other day that people in New England, like our our little corner of the country, when we go on vacation, normal people go to like Florida or like wherever. When we go on vacation, we go within two hours of wherever we live. (laughs) Makes it easier. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, So what are you uh, drinking today? Okay, so I have this fabulous bottle of sparkling white wine and I think it's pronounced poema or poem or oh. something totally different <laughs> I have no idea so whatever you how you pronounce it's I always what's your things <laughs> yeah I'm in I'm enjoying this at like two o'clock in the afternoon it's wonderful <laughs> awesome well I mean I'm three hours behind you so <laughs> oh well no one needs to know it's fine <laughs> yeah, I'll just cut that out actually I probably won't I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> Uh, awesome. Um, so yeah, today I'm just drinking, I don't know if you've listened to any of the other ones. I tend mm-hmm. to stick to like the cans. I don't know why. This has just been my jam all summer. Yeah. So um, yeah, just a little house rosé bubbles, which is, you know, nice and light for a Friday. I love it. I like, I don't drink beer. I don't, it tastes like, like bad bread to me. <laughs> no, it's really good. But I, so I don't drink beer. So like my husband will drink a beer and beer is really convenient because it's a bottle or a can. And so I always like finding something that's like rosé in a a small bottle or, yeah. or something. Cause then I feel like I'm part of the crew, but I, I don't have to drink beer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> plus, yeah. Just like the portion controller nights. Like you don't have to open them like a whole bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can drink one and say, I, I drank a whole bottle. And <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. Let's dive into all the fun questions. Um, so how long have you been a small business owner? Um, what's your business? Who does it help? And you know, how'd you get started? Your whole story. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I own a company called Anchor Design Co. And um, I've been in business for technically four years in January, but I honestly kind of feel like I've always had some kind of business my whole life. I've always been an entrepreneur. And um, you know, as they say, I didn't figure out, like I didn't have a successful business until I, until I started filling a need rather than like trying to turn my hobby and and, like sell it, (laughs) you know, like, you know, you knit something once and your grandmother's like, you should sell that. And you try and then like, it never goes anywhere. (laughs) I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit. And so it's just so exciting to like 
finally be here now. So four years in January, so two big anniversaries this quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That, and four years is a long time, you know? I mean... It feels like a long time, honestly. Like, I still tell people that I'm new, <laughs> and I am. Like, four years is, like, ultimately four years isn't a long time. But True. like Also, I've been self-employed for four years. How freaking cool is that? Can I say that on here? Yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, sometimes I sit down and I'm like, oh, my God. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Oh. So yeah, it's, it's really cool. I'm really excited. That's but, awesome. Um, so but what we do, so, oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, no, I was just going to say, like, you can tell you're so passionate about it. And I just, I love hearing like uh, my guest stories of how they got into it and just like the passion behind it. You know what I mean? It's just so motivating yeah. and just inspiring. Yeah. I think you have to be around people. Um, not even necessarily like people who get it, not even necessarily people doing the same thing as you, but who get it from the mindset perspective and the, the passion cons- perspective and the care. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be around people like that. And it could be for anything. It doesn't have to be for a business, but those people are really important. Those are the ones you kind of hold on to the most. Yeah, definitely. And like the mindset's so important. Like you said, like fulfilling a need, you know, it, it makes such a difference in business. Like, yeah. cause sometimes there isn't a need for something, you know, and, and that's yeah. why. Or another knit like hat. Right? <laughs> you like yeah. to make that morning that your grandmother told you to. Right. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's like my whole first like 24 years of existence was like just being creative and then someone in the family going, you should sell that. I was like, yeah, I should. (laughs) You are so right. I'm going to go set up a, you know, like a lemonade stand. Yeah. I'm going to have an Etsy shop now. Yeah. So is that how you got into it? Like just having that kind of background of, of, you know, those ideas. Yeah. So it's actually really interesting. So that is my experience for so long. And then the time, I like to say the time it finally worked <laughs> was when I just went a very different direction. So uh, my business started uh, kind of in like, kind of like by accident, you could say. So my husband was offered a promotion in his job and to take this promotion, he had to start with a six month training program. And so, um, Long story short, for this training program, we were moved from New Hampshire down to Connecticut. It's like four hours away from us, so not far, but we had to move. Um, and in this situation, we were moving into a corporate house uh, or corporate housing. And um, so everything was paid for except for our personal bills. We had like the house was paid for. Um, and like, you know, internet, like the, those things, house related uh-huh. bills were paid for. So we're in this really unique situation that will probably never happen again. And we never expected. Um, and so we were like, okay, we're both just going to move down there. Why not? This is a great promotion for him. His career has really done well since then. But at the time, you know, I went to my current boss and I told him, uh, Hey, we're going to be moving in about two months. I was going to stay behind, pack up our house and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and work out my job for two months because I was in a, a director of sales position. So I, re- it was really like, I should have helped my boss onboard somebody new. It was a pretty, um, like I was, there weren't a lot of us. So when someone leaves, like you miss them, <laughs> you really would have needed someone knowing what they were doing when I left. But, um, so when I told him he fired me on the spot, <laughs> and that yeah. was the end of that. So, yeah. Awkward. Right. Like, yeah. what do you I mean, you gave two months. I mean, that's a long I notice. I mean, that's more I than know. 
Most people would give. Yeah. I was like, dude, I am trying to help you out here. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, obviously, it ended up working out for the best because what ended up happening was uh, I was put in this situation where we happened to be moving into that corporate housing situation. So even though my income had gone from, you know, normal income to nothing, right. uh, our bills had also gone down significantly. And so when we kind of put two and two together, you know, it just seemed like the perfect time to actually start a business and give it a fighting chance. Yeah. Uh, so from day one, I haven't had, uh, I haven't worked for anyone other than myself since that time, because I said to myself, we are going into this really amazing situation. I need to not mess this up. <laughs> like I need to take advantage of this. So I said, I have six months. That's how long we're in corporate housing. I have six months to um, make this work. I need to be able to replace my income or at least make enough that it won't hurt us to, for me to not have another job. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can't do it after six months, I have to go get another job. And I am sure you can understand this feeling and probably everyone listening to this. Once you have a taste of not going into work every day, yes. you will never want to do anything else. Right. And like, that that's motivation right there. <laughs> yeah, that was motivation right there to make it happen. And so that's how I, how I got into the situation of actually being able to start my business. And then, um, at the time, so I work with women in direct sales and I'm, I'm going to hold off on saying the name of the direct sales company just because I don't actually know if I can say that on a podcast <laughs> or on like a, a out loud, you know, publicly or anything. But so I work with women in a specific direct sales company and I help them run efficient, profitable businesses by implementing some systems. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, at the time, I was a consultant in that direct sales company, and uh, I have a background in graphic design. I have a bachelor's degree in um, fine arts, so you know, design's my thing. I love it. And I was designing things for other people who were also consultants in the same business. Um, and a girlfriend of mine was like, "Let me share this with some people. You should really do this for everyone." <laughs> and it sort of exploded from there. Once she started sharing the things I was making for her that were helping her run her business, um, a lot of people wanted it and there's not many people doing what I do. Um, And so I was able to connect with clients very quickly. Um, And that was just like a really fortunate, I mean, like a a blessing that sort of just happened. I didn't plan it that way. Um, But uh, things just, kind of fell together really well in that first part of um, getting my business started. So it was this really like what could have been a pretty terrible situation became something really good really quickly, thankfully. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's great. I mean, they obviously loved what they saw. You know what I mean? So it didn't really have to take much to to have that explosion because you're super talented. Well, here's the thing is it truly was filling a need. So there, like I said, there's not a lot of people doing what I do. Um, Businesses that serve this specific community and other direct sales companies. So even outside of the one that I really specialize in working with, you know, people don't, people don't serve um, women in direct sales. And so it's an underserved market. There's not a lot of people there to help them out and they really need someone. They need 
someone with graphic design experience, they need somebody with marketing experience. You know, they can't do it all themselves. A lot of the services that um, even I use for my business, they don't necessarily have somebody like that who specializes in what they do. And so um, it really was filling a need. And that is what allowed me to be successful quickly um, was because instead of finding this thing that I really enjoyed and trying to get people to buy it, I saw a need and um, I said, I can help you with that. And I think that was the big, the big difference between all those other like, you know, times that grandma said, go sell your knit hats. And I said, okay, I'll open an Etsy shop. Like that was the difference between that and this. Uh, And it obviously made a world of a difference. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I can only imagine, you know, some of these women that are in that position and they're not really knowing, you know, what to like step to take next, you know, like that's so in my business, like I yeah. kind of thing, like, well, not, not at all, but like, uh, I help small business owners with their marketing because they, they are, they're not really sure what tools to use, where to go, you know, the messaging thing. and like when you can just offer to help someone and it is like a genuine, you know, like, this is genuine. Like, I've been in your shoes. I ran a small business with my husband. I still run a small business. Like, I don't know. It just makes such a difference. And you make, like, such a connection. And, like, you end up becoming friends, you know? And it's just, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's this need to, to be able to, like, explain, like, this is where you go, you know? And then when they have these huge milestones, like, there's no better feeling in the world, you know? I think it's it's about the relationship. When it became about the relationship more yeah. than the, the product. Like, exactly. It, it didn't matter product was it was the the relationship and I'm betting that that happens in your business too marketing is so personal um especially when it's with a small business owner and not a large corporation you know it it we always have to remind ourselves that like our worth is not tied to our businesses but also (laughs) our businesses are ours they're we made them from nothing and so you know marketing is so personal and a lot of what I do for the women that I work with is is related to marketing or ties in marketing in some way. And it, it really is about the relationship. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, that's awesome. Um, you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell. Like you can hear it in your voice, like how passionate you are about it, which is awesome. Um, so you work from home, like you said, and, and things like that. And um I know, you know, I work from home too. So this is something that I struggle with. I know a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs, small business owners, you know, a lot of us, we don't have offices or, you know, for different reasons and we all work from home. So what are some of your tips? Like, how do you balance work and life? Yeah. So this is something I'm really passionate about. And, um, my husband will listen to this later, but he can't hear it right now, but I'll tell you that he's (laughs) terrible at it. (laughs) He'll admit that too. It's a work in progress, but this is something I'm really passionate about. So um, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and I've kind of landed on this one thing that works for me. And so I think that when people feel imbalanced in work and life, um, it usually is because there's something that's missing or that they want. Like if you were to ask someone, what would make you feel more balanced right now? They would usually say, um, a sentence that sounds kind of like, well, if I could just blank, then I would feel blank. So if I could just take a vacation, I would feel so much more relaxed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm ever feeling overwhelmed by 
not being able to be in my business enough, like there's too much life going on, or I'm not able to spend enough time with my family or be with, um, you know, just away from my business. Um, I, I like to ask myself that what would make me feel more balanced right now? And then I try to formulate the sentence that way. So if I could just take a vacation, I would feel more relaxed. And then I just skip all the first part because the vacation doesn't matter. It's the relaxed part that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know from that, that I need to find ways to relax. <laughs> if, if that's the sentence that I'm telling myself, I need to find ways to relax. And so, you know, balance probably doesn't really exist. <laughs> like <laughs> that's a little too perfect for real life. Right. But what I can do is find little ways to insert um, whatever it is that I need into my life. So if I need to feel more relaxed, I might put a hard stop on working on the weekends or working after six o'clock, or I might schedule a massage for once a month. You know, I'm just going to, I can't get up and take a vacation right away, right. but yeah. that I'm would be amazing. Find ways. Right. Wouldn't that's the <laughs> dream, but I'm not there yet. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I got to find ways that I can get a way to relax into my everyday life in a way that feels natural. And that's just, you plan ahead for it, or you just find little ways to, to bring it in. Even if it's just five minutes of quiet time in the morning with your coffee and a journal or nothing, just sitting there, like whatever (laughs) makes you feel relaxed. So that's, that's been working for me and it'll evolve over time. I'm sure, especially, I don't have kids right now, so it's a little easier, I think. For me to find five minutes of quiet, <laughs> I put my dogs in another room and shut the door. Right, <laughs> no one's gonna call. I'm gonna be upset okay, about so that, but <laughs> yeah, I'm practicing. I always say, um, I was laughing with my mom the other day. I said, you know, the thing that scares me about kids the most is that I can't leave the house whenever I want. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, it's a game changer. <laughs> yeah, but I in the best way possible. I, like it, it, like it won't. <laughs> There's nothing better. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I can put my puppy in the crate, but I can't put a a child in a crate and leave. I'll get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we'll figure it out when it happens. I'll be coming to people like you with some experience going, please help me. (laughs) Yeah, no, you'll totally figure it out. And, um, you know, there's totally different seasons of life. And like you said, everything, like it'll evolve and all that. But um, yeah, I love what you said, because I've talked to, um, you know, quite a few business owners lately with this podcast. And um, it's funny because, you know, one of my guests was like, I don't believe in balance. Like I call it juggling, which I love because she's right. Like it's no, like you said, like that's just a fantasy that doesn't, you know, really exist in real life. Like, and just, yeah. And like, I also talked to Jen Collins on like, she's the host of the mama needs podcast and her theme is um, really self care for moms. And we talked about like how eat, like how simple it really could be. Like, you know, I, my example was that like, I feel better when I actually like shave my legs. <laughs> like it takes you know a few minutes and, but it, like just these little things that we can start implementing into our life on a smaller scale, like just really make the bigger picture easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. That's exactly it. It's just, where's that one little thing that made you feel a little tiny bit better yeah. <laughs> and how can you do it just a little bit more? Yeah. It'll add up. Totally. <laughs> um, awesome. So do you have any like favorite or go-to apps or automation to kind of help with like your business to grow it, sustain it, thrive, all of those things? 
Yeah. So I use um, a CRM software called Dubsado, which you may, you, you might know about it. A lot yeah. of people are using it. So I'm not okay. finding anything new over here, but I use Dubsado and I love the workflow capabilities that it has. It has changed my life. I went through a period in my business where I was spending so much time on like the office stuff that mm -hmm. I barely had time to do work for my clients. Right. Um, especially, you know, at this point in my business, everything that I do is subscription based. And so nothing is one off. I'm, I'm looking for new clients, but each client that I work with works with me for many months at a time. So we really have a long time to build that relationship and get to know each other. Mm -hmm. But when I'm trading, you know, a service for a one-time payment, I was spending so much time on back office stuff that I barely got to know my clients. I had no idea who they were. I mean, I understood just enough to be able to serve them and do whatever it was that I was doing for them. Um, but I, I just barely knew them. And so I went out searching for a, um, something, something to help just right. anything. And <laughs> came upon Dubsado and the thing that drew me in was they have a community online, it's a Facebook group, um, and they're just really uh, family and community oriented. And then when I started getting into using their workflows, it eliminated most of the back office work that I was doing. Just oh, the back and forth awesome. email and um, it, you know, having to write in my calendar, don't forget to follow up with this person. And then if they didn't follow up, back, I would have to reach out and, you know, Dubsado, Dubsado does all of that on its own. So it really gave me time to focus on those relationships and actually getting to know not just my, you know, my ideal client avatar, but the actual client that I was mm -hmm. working with. So I'm really, really loving Dubsado. <laughs> That's, yeah, I've heard amazing things. Like I had signed up for their trial. I want to say it was like a year ago and it just didn't yeah. at the time, like take the time to get into it. Um, but yeah. I do like, it's been on my list. Like it's been in the back of my head and I still get their reminder emails and things. Um, so yeah. I really do want to check that out. Cause yeah, I've heard great things. And I mean, none of us like the office part work. I mean, that's boring. Like it's the relationships and the helping them grow and you know, that kind of thing. Like nobody wants to get hung up on all the boring behind the scenes stuff, <laughs> which I mean, there's like some of it we have to do, but I mean, if we can cut out some of it. Yeah. But the reality is like none of us got into business because we really liked sending follow-up emails. Right. <laughs> like, that's just, I just, if you find that person, you're going to call me. Right, <laughs> so I, I can ask why. <laughs> I just, I don't think any of us got into the business for that reason. And right. So we, you know, we got to find <laughs> the little things that can help us out. And Dubsado did that for me. Um, and just any, any way I can automate especially email sequences and, right. and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then this is probably like one of my favorite parts about this podcast because it's so helpful and informative and everybody use, like people use so many different things and like some things I haven't even heard of, some I had and like just, you know, and like that's a lot of the point of this podcast is to like, you know, just help, you know, see what others are doing and create a community and like we can all kind of grow together. You know what I mean? And so thanks for sharing that. Like I love, yeah, I'm going to definitely check out Dubsado. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got to look for their workflows. That's the thing that sold me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what do you do to help your business grow? Um, like how do you get out of your comfort zone? Maybe any of like your favorite, like, or most marketing tactics, things like that. Yeah. So, um, I was thinking about how I, uh, try to get 
myself to break out of my comfort zone because obviously like we all, we all have comfort zones and we don't want to leave, but, um, they're so cozy. I just, they really are. They're so cozy. (laughs) And I just try to push myself to just take action. Like if, like whatever action step I can take, I try to do it. Um, the direct sales company that I work with, they have this term that they use called an IPA and an income, income producing activity. Mm. And, um, that is not a new term. Like there's a million ways you can say that in lots of different businesses have them. But so that's the one I think of. Um, but I always think of that as like, what can I do that is an income producing activity, something that leads directly to income in my business. And so taking that a step further. It's just like, what can I do that's going to take action? That's going to move the needle. That's going to help me make a measurable difference right now. And it doesn't have to be a big one, but action has taken (laughs) some type of action. Yeah. So that, um, that makes me think of two things. So when you said IPA, I am a craft beer Mm -hmm. lover. My husband and I actually, we had a brewery. (laughs) So I think of beer. (laughs) And then, Um, and then it reminded me that I told myself I would go live again this week. I was going to do it last week. I mean, I did do it last week and I haven't done it this week because for whatever reason, I keep putting it off. Um, so you just reminded me that I have to go live today, which I'm like, damn it, but good. I'm glad. <laughs> go take action. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cause yeah, like that, said, I mean, it's scary, but just like, the little what? steps. Yeah, it is the little stuff. And if you can just take action in one, in one small way, like just like with balance, like I'm all about the little things that add up to the big things because the big stuff is scary. Like that's the stuff that makes me want to stay in my cozy little comfort zone over here. Mm-hmm. But I can do, I can do little things. So I just try to find the little things that I can do and, and move on them fast. <laughs> I love that. Like it makes total sense. And that's how, you know, like just are you anybody listening, like, that's how you can like start to kind of break out of your comfort zone. Just like a little baby step. Like it doesn't have to be huge. Like a even, little baby step. Yeah. Like even me going live or anybody that's like contemplating it and it's like terrifying, even thinking about it, it's really not that big of a deal. Like it's a very tiny step, you know, but it's just believing in yourself to be able to take that step. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just scheduled. Uh, oh, one of the things that I like to do is I, I use Planoly for my Instagram scheduling and I don't schedule everything, but like we're going away for a weekend. So I scheduled my Instagram posts for the weekend. And one of the posts that I scheduled says it's a quote. My, my uh, audience really loves quotes as do I. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Like I like screenshot them and like save them to my phone. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. I always save them in my, in my phone in a folder. And I found this really great one. Um, that I, I've heard before, but it never really resonated until recently. Uh, and it says something to the effect of, um, there are people out there less qualified than you doing the things that you want to do simply because they were willing to take the first step. And there's variations on it. I, when I started researching it, there was the iteration of um, simply because they believed in themselves or you know, simply because whatever. But the whole point is because they did something. They took some kind of action. Um, and it's so true. There are people who, you know, we know how qualified we are. (laughs) We know what we can do, Mm -hmm. but if we're not brave enough to walk out the door (laughs) and show somebody then no one else is going to know. Yeah. Uh, So you just, you got action, some type of action. I just scheduled that. So 
it seems I love that. really fitting. <laughs> yeah, totally. And that, yeah, I meant to like look you up and find you up on Instagram before, but then everything ran late. So I've, I can't wait to see that one when I go follow you. Yeah, um, it'll, oh, it's going back tomorrow. You'll yay. see it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, and you just said another app that you help, you know, automate. So Planoly, right? I've, I haven't, again, yeah. used that. I tend to go with a few others, but um, I've heard really good things about that as well. I like Planoly, honestly, because they have a really good free version that I used for a long time. Mm-hmm. And their version is only like $9 or $7. Oh, that's or nothing. Yeah. well super, super inexpensive. And I'm, I like to run a tight ship when I can. So that's one way that I'll do that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it makes it, I mean, for like seven, eight bucks a month, I mean, then you can have things planned and you don't have to worry about it. You know, you can do all the the bulk uploading and things like that, which are awesome. Um, and I wanted to add, Oh, sorry. I was going to say that goes back to balance actually. So, you know, if the way that I want to find balance is, is to relax, then part of that means for our weekend away, I need to check out of my phone Mm -hmm. and I can't do that if my business stops online, right? Like I don't want my business to stop just because I need a break. And so I can continue delivering that valuable content to my audience and teaching them and nurturing them without actually having to do it. I can do the work now for them later and apps like Planoly will help with that. So it it does help with the balance too, or the juggling, which is a really great way to think of it. (laughs) I love that because I mean, we have so many things to do with running our businesses. Like, and like you said, like we can't, it's hard to completely check out and step back, but if we can take a second to plan ahead, then we can, and we are able to give ourselves those little, you know, balancing events, like you just said. Absolutely. That's awesome. I love it. Um, the other thing I was just thinking about a second ago is when we talked about like just taking that next step. Um, cause I've been, mm-hmm. um, doing James Wedmore's, uh, business by design. And so yes. he's awesome. Like he's amazing. I just found him like two months ago and I'm just like, Oh, give me all the Kool-Aid. Like I, I won't yeah. like look at anybody else. I listen to <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's like just such a, he seems like such a cool person. Hopefully I'll meet him in person one day, but, um, his big thing is, is like, just, you know, action breeds clarity. Like it creates clarity. Like just start, like just start. It's going to be messy. Give yourself permission for it to be messy. It's not going to be perfect. Like you don't know your message like a hundred percent. Like that all comes with just starting and like learning along the way. I was like, oh Oh my gosh, that's what is it? Action breeds clarity. Yes. That's amazing. I love that. (laughs) I know. I did too. I was like, oh my God, it's so simple. But he is so right. Like nail on the head. Like you're not going to be able to learn and make it better unless you actually start it, you know? So one of my favorite quotes. I've been listening to the podcast and uh, I love his confidence. He is so sure of himself when he talks. But not in like an annoying way. You know what I mean? Not like a I'm so cocky kind of way. He's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, my husband listened to his podcast and he was like, oh, he really thinks he knows everything, doesn't he? And I was like, no, he's just, he really does know what he's talking about. He's just being confident about it. Like mm-hmm. imagine a, like in my business for the things that I'm kind of like, we all have things that we're a little nervous about. Like, what if I stepped into it with that kind of confidence? Right. Uh, I've just got this kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. What would happen in my business? And kind of amazing. And so I, I keep hearing about his, um, business by design and a girlfriend of mine just signed up for it. And 
So you'll have to update me. I can't wait to hear yeah, how it goes. I will. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I was kind of, I was on the fence for a long time just cause I mean, it was a decent size yeah. investment, but, um, mm-hmm. it's just been so life-changing and it was cool. Like the two first modules were nothing but mindset. And I didn't realize like how crappy my mindset was. I had nothing really to do with business. And like that set the tone for like the whole rest of everything. So like, it's just a really neat approach that he takes to all of it. Um, but he also does talk about like, you know, his failures and all the years he spent doing it wrong. And like, that's like Gary V too, you know, like you follow these guys and it's kind of like, God, they're so up there. Like there's this pedestal, but they're the first ones to be like, um, I sucked at first, you know, like go look at my YouTube videos. Like I looked at like Gary V's like beginning YouTube videos are hilarious. Like they're nothing like today, you know? And so again, action just breeds clarity. Yeah, it really, I love looking back at what people, um, used to do and used to be like, and <laughs> it always makes me feel a little bit better when I see their growth. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I have room to grow too. Like, it's okay for me to grow. Right. It's like looking back at like old yearbook <laughs> pictures. You're like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't want to look at my own yearbook picture. Right, I'll I look at everyone else's. I know. Oh God. Yeah. I, so my 20th uh, high school anniversary or reunion or whatever was this year. And so like, I saw my yearbook picture and I was like, oh good Lord. What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway. My mom still has our, our senior like high, you know, senior high school pictures, whatever it's called, in the living room. Oh, <laughs> like in awesome. frame. In the living room. It's so cute. And honestly, the senior one's not so bad. It's the other ones I'm right. worried about. <laughs> yeah, it's like the middle school, like braces and all that stuff. But um, that reminds me, like my husband, his mom has theirs still up. And um, I mean, they're big. They're not just like small framed ones. They're like gigantic, like portraits. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like in their office. And he's like, uh, why do you still have those? Like, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Like, this is becoming an issue 20 years later. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's a great talking point, I'm sure. Because oh, yeah, everyone because, probably looks at them. Oh, they're hilarious. Like his sister's a few years older than him. And she's got like, so it was 90s and like the poofy bangs with like the shoulder pads and like. His brothers oh. looks like the guy, like the cover from like the forty year old virgin. That's what they always talk about. <laughs> oh my gosh! See, yeah. great talk. Those are really solid talk. They're classic. Next time I go, I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. But oh goodness. Um. Okay, so we're coming up to uh, your five favorites. So your favorite book, drink, uh, thing to relax, thing, favorite thing to watch, and place to go. Yes. So I thought these were going to be harder than, than they were. So I'm, I'm happy to say that I was able to figure these out very quickly. <laughs> a little aside. My favorite book is A Simplified Life by Emily Lay. Um, if You're the you second know, one to recommend that. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It's so good. It's all about just like, she's not into minimalism. She's just into Real, the mindset of understanding what's necessary and what's unnecessary is really what I think it boils down to. And she writes the book for, not for business. It's written for anyone. Mm-hmm. But, oh my gosh, when I started thinking about this in my business, this, this is going to sound really dramatic. It, it wasn't this dramatic when I was doing it, but I got rid of some services. <laughs> I no longer offered things. I started saying no to to 
when people asked for things that I didn't want to do or didn't have time to do. I mean, it really just, it made a huge difference in my business. So I fully recommend that to everyone. And I love the simplified brand in general. Yeah, Um, no, that sounds amazing. So yeah, like I said, you're the second one that recommended that. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, Because like you said too, I mean, it's just, it makes it better for our business too, to kind of concentrate on, you know, some of those core things instead of doing everything. Cause I know I've been guilty of doing that. Be like, Oh, that's not really what I do, but sure. Of course I'll do it. You know? And so it just makes it easier and and better for us and our clients. You know, the hardest time I ever had in my business, we all have ups and downs. So my biggest down that I ever had was when I started saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And the biggest up, the biggest upswing, I should say, the time when you could see the most growth uh, in, in any, given, any given time was when I started saying no, when I started just paring down to what I actually wanted to do and what I knew would serve my clients the best mm-hmm. and what I actually enjoyed doing the most because yeah. I, you know, there's certain things that we can't do it all. Like sometimes we have to choose the things we enjoy because we have to love our businesses just as much as we love our clients. Yeah, totally. And it makes the best, you know, it creates the best results and the best work, you know, when you're in like alignment with that and what you're wanting to do and what they're needing, like it it makes total sense. I hear you. Like I'm a people pleaser. So I've always, I have a tendency just to say yes off the bat. And so recently it's been more of a, you know, I'm sorry, I can't. And it took me, it was so hard to even do that the first, second, third time, you know, but I, I can see the difference now, which is you know, great for everybody because it wouldn't have been a good fit, you know, and so they can find someone that really does want what they, you know, they need. So. I think that people will, people respect you more when you're really honest about that. Even if you're saying no, and it's not what they want to hear, like you'll always have somebody who's upset about that. But I think I found most of the time, because as a fellow people pleaser, (laughs) I found that most of the time when I said no to something and I was just really honest with them. And sometimes um, they might send an email asking for something. And instead of emailing back, I might send a voice memo or something like that, like where they can hear my voice. But when I just started being really honest about, you know, I, I don't, but here's some ideas for you or they respect you for that. They understand it because they've been there. They also feel that because, you know, as it turns out, all our clients are human. Right. <laughs> so exactly. They feel all of the things as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, awesome. um, yeah, so here we'll go, we'll keep going down the list. So, uh, my favorite drink is coffee, like without <laughs> a doubt. Um, yeah. Are you a coffee drinker? Oh my God. Like when I go to bed at night, I'm like, oh, I get to get to have coffee in the morning. Like I'm excited to like wake up. Um, So yeah. And it's funny, but it's a common, like that's one of the favorites that people say, because I mean, it's just so delicious. Yeah. (laughs) It's delicious. So I drink iced coffee. I don't really drink hot coffee though. And that's, I know that that's a New England thing. Like uh, up here, pretty much everyone drinks iced coffee year round all the time. Really? Um, That surprises me. Like I picture like coffee mugs and, cause you know, I know it gets cold in the winter there. I would have thought. Like cozy, warm, like hot coffee, right? No, no, we (laughs) suffer through with the iced coffee. (laughs) That's That's like, well, I'm from the South. So it's like the same thing. Like I would suffer through hot coffee in the South. And I'm like, oh. But I couldn't make the switch to iced coffee. <laughs> well, I always used to kind of, I probably should have just left things well enough alone, but I would throw off the barista a little bit when she, I would 
I don't remember where it was. There's one barista that I would always see at this, whatever coffee shop it was, would always say when I get my iced coffee, it's cold. Don't you want something hot? I can't believe you're drinking that in the winter. And I'm like, but do you stop drinking cold water in the winter? Ooh, I like <laughs> it. It was never a good answer. So you know what? I feel good about my iced coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I am confident in my life. Thank you. <laughs> I am confident in my coffee choice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have thought that though. Like, I don't know why. I think like right now I'm picturing like plaid flannels, um, overall yes. and like hot coffee and like, <laughs> like I'm fish. I'm apparently like picturing a fisherman. I don't know why. Yeah. You're picturing Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vermonter. Yeah. If anyone's listening, they know it's true though. They're not going to be offended. <laughs> yeah, true. And then it's a small state. There's probably not a lot of them, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and aside from uh, coffee to relax, <laughs> my favorite thing to relax would definitely be a massage, and that does go back to the balance again. Mm-hmm. Those are I amazing. always make time. I, I have a massage membership. There's like a place locally that does a – they do a discounted massage if you sign up for a full year. You don't have to like pay for idea. it from the year. Right? Isn't that amazing? And so I heard that, and I was like, Sign me up. Yes, please. And it's the best. It's so good. So I I haven't had one in years. I'm sad to say. And I like think about them. I'm like, so I I need to go get one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're the absolute best. I just, I don't know what it is. It's just, you know, it's quiet. No one can bother you. Mm -hmm. Um, You just, you know, I mean, it's great for your muscles, whatever, but (laughs) yeah. The reality is no one can bother me for a full hour. Right. I can just be quiet and not talk to anyone. It's just me and nothing. Right. Well, and like that, that really like ridiculously soothing music that they play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what station that is. I should probably listen to it like while I work. <laughs> like when I'm doing stressful things, I should listen That's to massage true, yeah. music. Be <laughs> my new tactic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's your favorite thing to watch? Okay, so I don't know what I would pick currently that's on, but um, I love Gossip Girl and I love The Office. Okay, and yeah. I know those are two very different things, so I don't really know how they're connected, but I love them both. <laughs> I've never seen Gossip Girl. I've, I mean, I've always heard of it, and I've, I've watched The Office like because it's just amazingly yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I heard you talk about it the other day on the episode with. I don't remember who it was, but you're, you were talking about the episode. Maybe we don't have moms listening to this one because I'm not a mom. I don't know. But it was the lactation episode yes. where Dwight was trying to, yeah. And he like cried like a baby. And then Pam, you know, right. I laughed so hard when you brought that up. I completely forgot about the episode. It's so good. That's a, yeah, that's a classic. Actually, I, I think uh, my guest brought it up because I just made the comment about like, you know, when you're having to punt we were talking about weird places that we had yes. to and yeah I still haven't seen it like I still need to go and find that episode because it sounds hilarious but like as Pam I feel bad because it's so cruel <laughs> but <laughs> I know right it's probably the we're, we're over here laughing I know I can only laugh because I'm like not our entertainment anymore. <laughs> it's really terrible right I know right I'm like I've never done it so I don't really know how bad it is <laughs> things will change in a few years and I'll regret this. Yeah, I know exactly. You're gonna be like, damn, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> oh, really shouldn't, uh, karma's coming back to get me. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm going to, I need to find that one because I'm dying to see it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, um, our favorite place yeah. to go or my favorite place to go is um, Cape Cod and Actually, right around this time last year, we were in Cape Cod because that's when we went on our honeymoon. So, or it would have been in a few days, we would have been heading down there. But yeah, we love Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard, just that whole, like, just that whole area is our absolute favorite. So I need to backtrack my statement from earlier because I said I've never been to the East Coast. I have been to Cape Cod. That's the East Coast, right? (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's like. Two hours from where I live in New Hampshire. Okay. So I guess when I was thinking, I don't know, I said East Coast, I meant Maine. So, well, the furthest I have gone, um, my college roommate, she was from Boston and, um, I went up one summer and her parents had a place out, um, on the Cape. I can't remember. There's like a bunch of little towns, right? Like out there. Mm -hmm. And so we drove from Boston out there and it was amazing. It's the first and only time I've been over in that area and oh it was so cool it was just like these cute little picturesque towns like I still have pictures of like these little sailboats and lighthouses in the background it was amazing that's exactly that's uh, that's how I picture it too and that's why I love it it just looks like something out of a picture book and it feels that way yeah it it feels totally different yeah like the little um I don't know what those houses are technically called but like you know it's like they look like the little shutters or shingles kind of on the side, like the brown. I don't know what it's called. I love like gray. There's light brown and then they turn gray over time oh. when they get weathered. That's my favorite. I want to live in a house like that one day. I know. Yeah, I do. Like I want to live in a house like that on the beach. Like I'm not really like a huge beach person, but I don't know. Like it's just. I still so- want to see it. Yeah, totally. I just want to be there. <laughs> Well, that's awesome that it's only a few hours from you. Like, do y'all go often or? We go every summer. Um, My husband's grandfather built a house back in the 80s, like a really tiny, I mean, it's like the size of my kitchen. It's like this tiny little cute house. Like a little cottage. Um, Yeah, it is. It's a little cottage and it it looks exactly like it did in the 80s. It's the sweetest, sweetest little place. Um, And so every summer, everyone in the family shares it. And so... Uh, you know, we'll go for a week and then someone else will go for a week. And um, usually when we go down there, we do a night on Martha's Vineyard. And so we try to go every summer um, oh, and we got to go for our honeymoon. And that was really nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, well, yeah. So I'm going to wrap it up so you can get to your anniversary trip. Um, but where can everybody find you? Like uh, your website, social media, and I'll put all this in the podcast notes and all that. Awesome. So, um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and my website. So my website is anchordesignco.com and then Instagram and Facebook is just, uh, anchor des co D E S. So A N C H O R D E S C O. Cause oh. someone already has my hand. Oh. <laughs> That's so deflating. When that always <laughs> I've tried reaching out to them. It's not even an active like Instagram account. Oh, that's lame. That's a bummer. No, give me your handle. (laughs) (laughs) But so you just got to shorten it a little, but that's where you'll find um, all the the pretty stuff on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. 
I love it. Um, well, thank you so much for taking the time today and just, you know, sharing with us your story and all of your tips. And it's just been really great getting to to chat and get to know you. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun and I can't wait to keep getting to know you a little more and I'll see you over in uh, Amber's group and I can't wait to keep listening to more episodes. I love hearing what everyone says and let I know what the questions are. It's so fun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot. Are you going to her event in Nashville? Oh, I sure am. Oh, are you going to be there? I don't know yet. Um, it's a bummer because like I, we lived in North Carolina last year. I'm like, man, that was like two hours away. Now I'm in Oregon. Um, so I don't know. I'm oh just my trying God. to figure out if I can. Yeah. So line it all up. Posted, though, for well, sure. Let me know. If you're there, I need to come give you a hug because yeah. this has been a lot of fun. I know. It's been awesome. So thank you so much. And thank you for listening, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>